This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by KLA Schools for early childhood education inspired by the Reggio Emilia approach. Welcome to the Moms Network, a mom-focused talk show discussing important topics that affect you and your family. Today we are joined by two new guest co-hosts, Lindsay Chan and Grace Bolin. Both Lindsay and Grace have two young children and add a new perspective to our conversation. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. This episode we are discussing childcare and all of the options and potential stresses it brings. What are your options to use for your family? Um, you know, the whole one of the main reasons that I decided to stay at home was simply the cost of childcare. Yeah. So we lived in the city in Chicago, and I was a teacher in a low-paying school district. And the cost of childcare in the city at that time, compared to my salary, you know, yeah. it, it was a conversation. Yep. Yeah. And just like it always is, you know, there's so many different reasons um, for staying at home. So our childcare is when we have events to go to, that sort of thing. Um, my parents are newly retired, so um, up until uh, a little less than a year ago, it was you know a neighbor, a babysitter, you know that's or saying no a lot. Yeah, you know, we just yep. said no a lot or did a lot of things separately. Mm. Um, and now that they're retired, it helps a little bit. You know, um, they're there right now <laughs> with my kiddos, which I so appreciate because they're close by. They're less than a half an hour away, mm -hmm. um, so I don't take that for granted. And you know, I, we try to show them how much we appreciate them and, and their help. Um, but otherwise, you know, looking for that teenager mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> in the neighborhood to try to help out. Um, but we, you know, I am primarily the full-time caregiver, obviously, of the two, mm -hmm. so we don't need something during the day full-time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, in opposition, I didn't have any family, yeah. and we had just moved here, and we had our kids shortly after we moved to the Naperville area. Mm -hmm. And uh, we ended up having a wonderful nanny, Mariola, and we did a, a nanny share with another family. So we had her Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and those were the days that my husband and I both worked. And then I stayed home Tuesday and Thursday, and we would switch off at the practice um, on Saturdays. So it was kind of nice for me because I could work three and a half days yeah. and then be home three and a half days. And then we had this sitter, um, and every Wednesday she would stay later so Chris and I could go out to dinner. So that was like our one day that we That's knew awesome. we could go out without the kids. But it was hard because you know, if you wanted to go downtown Chicago for one night, we had to pay someone to, to do that. We didn't have any, any family help or even really a, a ton of community of moms with kids the same right. age. Mm -hmm. um, kind of just felt like we were a little bit on our own island and taking mm -hmm. care of, of our kids. Yeah, so. that's true. I think that community is so important. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I have a lot of good friends and we just trade with each other sometimes for that's date awesome. nights. Yep. Um, it's a win-win. It's a we'll take their kids. You know, we don't keep track. Yeah. Um, it's just friends that <laughs> we... have a little tally board. No, we don't. We just, you know, I have a friend, I have two friends helping me today um, and we just, we just help each other out when we need it and kind of, it's just a part of the that mom community that I'm very, very thankful. And how did you find it? How did you find them? 
Um, actually, some of them <laughs> through the Naperville Moms Network Facebook page, but um, you know, former coworkers that became close friends, just getting out there. I don't hesitate to go up to a mom at a park and <laughs> see kids the same age and introduce myself and um, put myself out there. I meet a lot of moms at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Play place, so. It's so like dating. It is. It is. Where do you hang out? Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. And Centennial Park. Where do you hang out? It's so true. It's so funny. With my first, he's six now, but when he was first born, I was so terrified mm. of having anyone yeah. let me watch him. Yeah. And even my husband. Like, and it's amazing. But it was just part of that new mom fear yeah. of mm-hmm. yeah. this is my baby I, I I don't know who you are I don't have cameras in my house I mean right. what's yeah. gonna happen mm-hmm. and really letting that go and mm-hmm. trying to dropping the fear mm-hmm. and really just opening yourself up to meeting new people and yeah. given someone an opportunity to mm-hmm. prove that they are actually really responsible and they can make your life so much easier. Oh yeah, right. for and sure. Now with my second I learned <laughs> <laughs> my husband and I have a date night every week do you really? Oh, Every single amazing. week. That's impressive. And it is gold. And it's so interesting because with my oldest, he's getting used to it now. Mm-hmm. Whereas with my youngest, that's normal for him. Right. We go out once a week. He's like, bye, mom. And my oldest is still like, bye, mom. What time are you coming home? Because it's just, <laughs> he's so used to me always being 100%. there. Yeah. And I'm yeah. so glad I let go of the fear mm-hmm. because yeah. now, I mean, we have a whole, you know, Rolodex of babysitters that mm-hmm. help us out in a pinch. and. It's a really great thing for our marriage, for yeah. our family, for my kids' mm-hmm. independence. It's good for the yeah. kids to get mm-hmm. used to trusting someone else. I think so, too. It's fun, too. Yeah. She gets excited when there's someone new that's coming to play with her that's a high schooler. That's way more fun than I am. So <laughs> she loves it. Mine do, but they. my daughter's fine. She's seven, but my son will not let anyone put yeah. him to bed. Mm. Um, so I usually need to be home by 8 or 8.30, which, mm. I mean, things don't start until 7.30. Yeah. <laughs> so it's very tough. And then people say, well, you know, he's just going to need to get over it. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Until you're at a party and you're getting FaceTime yeah. at 10 o'clock yeah. by a crying 16-year-old, a crying, <laughs> exhausted 7-year-old sister, and a crying for And you're going, was it worth it? Was this worth it to mm-hmm. be out? No. Nope. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'll just wait until he's 16. I'll never go out now. <laughs> It is, it is hard. I think everyone's situation is different. Like you, I didn't grow up with, um, uh, well, I should say I didn't have a lot of babysitters growing up because I have three older siblings. Mm. So uh, someone was always... built in. Yes. Yeah. And I always wanted a babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> three older brothers. I didn't want to play Superman or anymore right. Nintendo. I wanted a babysitter to play tea with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so it, it is, every situation is different. Now mm. we don't have family close by, so we depend on babysitters. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I will definitely just go through my whole checklist and interview and process mm-hmm. but at the end of the day it's someone that wants to love your kids and yeah. play with their kids and be with their kids that just makes a whole world of difference mm-hmm. and I, this season if it's not going to happen until you're a little bit older and they're a little right. older yeah. that's okay too at least exactly. you get a little time out right exactly. and they all, and they all change right mm-hmm. and their emotions change and their abilities to yeah. put themselves to sleep with someone else there right, will right. change you know <laughs> I know when we uh, were growing up we had babysitters I think I've talked about it before on the show um, and it was Michelle and Sue, they were right across the street and we just loved having them come mm-hmm. over. You know, they'd be like, oh, we're going out tomorrow night. We're like, is Michelle or Sue coming over? And they'd go downstairs <laughs> and like roller skate in the basement and, you know, do, do really dress nice. up and we do shows and um, they just really were interactive and playing with you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think in any childcare situation, there's home daycares that I see yep. um, that are promoted on the Moms Network a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's lots of different options. There's childcare centers. Mm-hmm. 
-hmm. um, and then you know roll into pre preschools, um, mm -hmm. but. I think just finding the right fit and what feels good in your gut too. Mm -hmm. You know, trusting that, um, like you said, getting over that fear because yeah. that's hard yeah. to get over that fear. There's so many pros and cons to all the different situations. My sister-in-law is going to have her first. She's due any day, mm. and she's going through the process of well, I think. We're going to do a nanny share or have a yep. nanny come in. I don't think because here's why. I work from home this day. He works yep. from home. Mm -hmm. Sometimes they need a body. But there's so many benefits I see to my friends who um, had children in childcare. I mean, mm -hmm. they were a lot you know, more independent yep. earlier mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. um, the sharing, the social aspect. Yep. You can see it, you mm -hmm. know, as opposed to sometimes me as a stay-at-home mom, mine kind of clinging to me a little bit more, and mm -hmm. they only know mommy, and they don't want to, you know, so it's it's interesting. And there's no wrong choice. Yeah. There's yeah. no perfect choice. Nope. It's just simply a choice, and whatever situation it is, yeah. you know, will be mm -hmm. Perfect. Well, Fine for your family. And I think it is so personal. Even the de the decision of am I going to work after I have children or am I mm -hmm. going to stay home? Right. Um, for myself, I it literally never crossed my mind that I was going to stay home full time. But I did get that nice balance of kind of working three and a half days mm -hmm. and then not being mm -hmm. home. So it wasn't. I didn't have to travel downtown Chicago and be gone. You know, right, ten hours right. a day. So I had you know a little bit of a blend. But for me, I love my work so much, and it's mm -hmm. the career that I decided to go into. So right. the thought of not doing that never entered my mind. Mm -hmm. um, for you guys, what was your decision making when you had children? How did you decide to mm -hmm. get to a place of hey, I'm going to stay at home even if you're working part time or not? Yeah. So I work and I stay home. Um, it works for our family. I love it. I love, like you said, that combination of some time with our kids. We do a combination of um, preschool. So our toddler goes to preschool, mm -hmm. um, a little bit of grandma time, yep. um, a lot of working at night and the evenings when the kids are sleeping. And it works for our family. Um, for me, it was weighing childcare costs and my salary at the time. I worked at a special needs school. Yeah. I worked in nonprofits and ministries before that. So my salaries were never through the roof. So <laughs> kind of weighing those options of okay you know here's what childcare is going to cost full time yep. um, and then multiply that by you know two possibly you know as we grow our family and um, now we have two a baby and a toddler and our preschooler and um, it just works for our family to have a little bit of home time a little bit of work time supplementing yep. that income but then still having a lot of family time on the weekends yep yep how about you grace my decision was more based on the way i grew up um, we lost my mom at 40 years old mm. so and I was nine at the time, almost mm -hmm. 10. And for yeah. me, just having those memories with her at home with us um, mm -hmm. is all I have. Yeah. And so I really wanted to make sure that I had that for my kids too. Mm -hmm. yep. It was really important for me to not only just be at home with them, but also to just experience all of their growth and all the stages, some of them uglier than others. <laughs> but um, just being able to experience it and yeah. have that with me was yep. really important to me. Well, and, and I'm so sorry for your loss. Um, I think when you, you know, we joke about the mommy wars, right? And the stay-at-home mom versus the working mom. But a story like yours is the perfect example that there's a really personal decision. Mm -hmm. Sometimes those decisions are hard. Mm -hmm. And sometimes mm -hmm. staying home isn't easy for someone. Right. But you, you have that, that drive that, hey, I don't want to miss that, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. For me, I used to wake up and, and be like, do I stay at home today or do I work today? Oh, thank God I work today. Yeah. And for me, that early, yeah, I hate to admit it, but that early phase of parenthood was really challenging for me. And I just, 
I didn't want to play trains for six hours. Yep. And so there was a meme. Nobody wants to play trains for six hours. <laughs> Maybe they do. Maybe just not. There was a meme on Facebook and it said, don't you hate when you've been playing with your kids for six hours and you look up and it's only been 20 minutes. Yeah. Yes. And I like died laughing yes. with that because it's um, it was true, true for me. And some people, that's all they want to be doing yep. is yeah. playing and, yeah. and I think doing it's okay to love your kids and want to be them be there with them and it's okay to love your work and love your job yeah. and yeah. love your time to yourself right, yep. right. you yep. you know it, it's a big transition when you have young kids mm -hmm. so yeah. it's okay to love love them and love being away from them <laughs> yeah. I also right. wonder as we're having children later if that mm -hmm. plays a part mm -hmm. because you know if you're having a child at 22 well, you haven't had that much you haven't right. had that's that word right. to love or your own life yeah, that's you true. know if you're having a child at 32 you know mm -hmm. like myself 32 35 and up no, I've been independent and yeah. been doing my own thing for a very long time and making money for a very mm -hmm. long time. And so now all of a sudden to, to switch, yeah. you know, nope. is tough. Right. Not only are you now taking care of children, which is a, a radical change in your life, right? Mm -hmm. And the kind of 24 seven of it. Right. Um, uh, but then you're, you're shifting something in your work. So you're changing so many parts of your life, right. you know, right. and it can be stressful and challenging at mm -hmm. times. So yeah, I think that's why it's great that we find that balance, whether it's through a babysitter, a friend, mm -hmm. um, you know, a mama's helper, even if you're home with mm -hmm. a new infant, just to pick up a little bit of slack that you have energetically, yeah. right. you know, so right. that they can swipe in and get in there with the trains with fresh new energy or a fresh pot of coffee while you get something done on the side so that you have that balance to just feel human. Like, yeah. Go take a shower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. So that's a really good point. <laughs> Showers are underrated. Yes. Finding childcare that is a great fit for your family isn't always easy, but having time away to work or play helps to create a balanced life and a happy mom. We'll be right back with more of the Moms Network. This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by KLA Schools. For early childhood education, inspired by the Reggio Emilia approach. We believe confident children can change the world. That's why at KLA Schools, we respect children's curiosities and interests. We encourage them to explore and go deeper into their chosen topic of study. This helps them acquire and master new skills academically and socially while fostering self-confidence and high self-esteem. You are the first and most influential teacher for your child. Our well-trained, qualified teachers and leadership team collaborate and partner with you to help your child achieve their fullest potential. That's our commitment to you. We welcome you to join our school and help start your child's educational journey with confidence. The dog days of summer are here. Just ask NCTV's newest team member, Scoop. You can find this canine with a camera keeping a watchful eye at the corner of Webster and Water Streets, helping NCTV 17 get the scoop on what's happening around town. To fetch the latest from Scoop, just get your paws on a smartphone or computer 
and visit nctv17.com slash subscribe to sign up for free news updates. And that's what's happening right here in Naperville. And while you're at it, show Scoop some love. <coughs> Vote for him as your favorite painted pup at downtownnaperville.com slash sculptures. Thanks for your support and have a doggone great summer. This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by KLA Schools for early childhood education inspired by the Reggio Emilia approach. Welcome back to the Moms Network. To expand our conversation about childcare from our last segment, we have Selvi Rajkumar of KLA Schools of Naperville joining us today. There are many preschool options to consider when selecting a school for your child. Is the school more academic in focus or more play focused? Is your child ready for a full day or is half day a better option for you? Selvi, can you expand on some of these thoughts for us? Sure. First, I would like to explain what early childhood means um, and to the child as well as what early childhood education is. Early childhood education ranges from birth to age eight. Mm -hmm. And um, I believe children learn uh, from prenatal phase, from mom, from the environment and the interactions around um, them. And um, I believe that uh, the child's self-image can be nurtured um, throughout their um, experiences, um, early life experiences, and especially how we interact with the child, how we listen, and what we say to the child becomes their inner voice. Mm, that's such this, a good point. This inner voice and the self-image stays with them throughout the rest of their lives. So we as parents and educators have this uh, beautiful opportunity given by nature and that with a huge responsibility to offer them a high quality environment um, to not only um, nurture them academically but also social emotionally um, as they grow. So to answer your question, is a full-time or part-time a better option? It totally depends upon the child. Yeah. And um, you know, we believe that parents are the first and the most influential teachers for children. Mm -hmm. And um, it depends upon the family circumstances and situation. Um, you know, at least to, you start off with two half days and then you can gradually um, increase it. It depends if both parents are working, um, then you yep. need um, the five full days, um, you know, the school time as well as the before and after care options. Okay. Yeah. So, Do most preschools offer kind of academic and child care? Because I think of a daycare center different than a preschool. Yeah. Daycare centers um, have the educational component as well. Um, so from my experience, we, of, we our school is considered more like a school. So we have school time from 9 to 3.45, and we okay. have before school and after school. Mm -hmm. Most of the daycares are open from 6.30 to 6.30 p.m. Um, so you, you will have the care component as well. Yep, mm -hmm. yep. Yeah. What do you guys do for your families? You have um, your children in? Mm -hmm. We started our daughter um, in preschool when she was about two. Okay. For us, it was more of a social-emotional aspect, like mm -hmm. you mentioned. Um, we really just wanted her to start trusting other adults, um, 
getting used to other people playing, sharing, um, taking turns, that sort of thing. So we started her at two. It allowed me to work a little bit. Yep. Um, I was pregnant with our son, and we will put him in preschool as well um, when he gets to that same age. But I think for us, we were looking for play-based, social-emotional learning to start with. Um, and I think what you mentioned, Selvi, is so true about that inner voice. I notice our daughter, when she is seeking attention, acting out more, and when she feels heard and known and um, really just listened to, mm -hmm. she is just in such a better place as a toddler. Mm -hmm. That's all kids want from us, really, is mm -hmm. to just know that there's someone really there listening to them and there for them. Mm -hmm. Right. For Giving sure. positive right. feedback mm -hmm. and, yep. and boundaries at the same boundaries, time. Yes, boundaries and positive reinforcement and, mm -hmm. and yep. all of that for sure. Yep. Having that sense of security. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And the routine of it too. Right. Just when they can anticipate what's coming. Yes. You know, toddlers thrive on routine. I know for my oldest one, he was in preschool. It was kind of touch and go initially because it was breaking routine. And then mm -hmm. once he started, he wanted to go every single day. And <laughs> we only signed up for three. <laughs> so then soon enough, like the next year, I was like, okay, let's stay through lunch. And then he was more than prepared for kindergarten just because he had so much experience for the two years prior that really yes. helped him process and get used to the new routine and really get that social, mm -hmm. emotional aspect mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. My older son was in preschool for two years prior to when he'd be going into kindergarten and he has an August 21st birthday. And so we were in that decision-making process of, all right, he's a boy, he's you know right by the cutoff, yeah. do we hold him back? And we went to the preschool and said, you know, what are your thoughts? And yeah. they were like, he's tall, he's social, he's happy, mm -hmm. he's, you know, he'd be bored if we were gonna keep him in preschool yeah, another yeah. year. So I'm yeah. sure you come across situations yeah. where you have to help a family make those types of situations, or mm -hmm. those types of uh, decisions. Yes, um, so we do assessments, so we, uh, know where the child is at um, in terms of academics, in terms of their social-emotional mm -hmm. skills, and social-emotional piece is the most important mm -hmm. um, because academics children can easily uh, capture, and mm -hmm. social-emotional skills ca come from the group environment, mm -hmm. you know, how they can understand others' feelings, how they can understand their own feelings, how they express and work effectively with others, yep. and have those leadership skills. Mm -hmm. um, so usually parents want their um, you know, all of us want uh, our children <laughs> to be leaders, and um, they think that if a child um, is at the cutoff range, you know, and if the child is the oldest in the classroom, they will yep. have the leadership, mm -hmm. and that's not true at all times. Mm -hmm. So it depends upon the child's um, experience interacting with all the children for the past five years that they have been in the preschool, and um, and then we give recommendations. Okay. So yeah. we um. So my daughter was two years, I think, mm -hmm. of preschool. She was in a Parents' Day Out program and then, you know, moved on. My son's birthday is September 7th, so he mm. missed the cutoff. So he um, will be there four years before he goes <laughs> to kindergarten. However, his personality, you know, my daughter would be the one, if you gave her a worksheet, oh, it's so easy, I know it. Whereas he loves that confidence, and mm -hmm. I'm just so excited that he will walk into kindergarten with that confidence mm -hmm. because he also gets really attached to the teacher. I mean, mm -hmm. he, yes. the whole last week of school, wanted to sit next to his teacher oh. because he kept saying, is this the last day? Is this the last day? Oh. And I mean, he just loves the mama bear teachers, you know, that he has. And then he moves on and then they say hi to him in the hallway and he dismisses them. He's like, <laughs> moved on. <laughs> now it's Miss Mary. Yeah, See you I got later, Miss Kathy. Yeah. So it's funny. I mean, he just loves, loves 
loves school so much, it just took a while to get there, and so some a little bit slower. Yeah. <laughs> Every child is different, mm -hmm. um, and they all develop in their own speed and right. um, growth. So it, it uh, you know, you were talking about transitioning mm -hmm. before. Um, you know, we do parent education nights, and in one of the parent education nights, uh, the uh, speaker was talking about transitions and how parents pass out our, you know, our anxiety to the children. <laughs> you know, we shouldn't just go and drop the child and leave abruptly. We have to right, assure right. the child, you know, mm -hmm. you're being uh, in good hands with this teacher. I'll come back at this time mm -hmm. and pick you up. And mm -hmm. the more we linger, mm -hmm. the more they right, will be anxious. Right, so right. so it's, uh, it's a transition for both parents as well as for the <laughs> children. And, so. and except when the time that you do forget to pick them up. I am um, my youngest. <laughs> <laughs> um, that just reminded me. Uh, my youngest, he went to kind of a daycare setting, and we also wanted to have him in preschool. And so I would have to leave my practice every day at 12 o'clock, drive down to South Naperville, pick him up from the daycare, drop him mm. across the street. Literally, it was I could see the school, but there was no transportation. Ah, yeah. So I'd do that, and then I would go to lunch or go back to my office and start getting work done. And so I'd have to then leave at 2.30 to then go back down to the preschool and then drop him off across the street and then go back up to work oh and then come back down at five o'clock right so one day it's like 3 15 and my phone rings and it's the school and you'd think that would prompt some sort of memory that my child had been left there but it did not <laughs> uh, hi mrs adams how are you doing and she's like hi we just were trying to figure out um who's picking up nick and i'm like oh my goodness and i looked down at my clock and i so i you know race down there and i go and nick's got his backpack on he's so cute i'm like hey buddy i heard you got to spend some really private special time with the teacher He's like, Mom, you forgot me. It was funny. So that was, I only did it once. Well. But anyway. <laughs> it's so interesting because with, you know, my firstborn, we transitioned to preschool, um, you know, with age appropriate for what I thought was. You know, mm -hmm. he started around three years old and he's a late August birthday as well. Mm -hmm. And with my youngest, he's two and a half and he just wants to go. Like, ready. he doesn't even care where you take him. Just take me to school. It doesn't have to be Nick's school. It can be, you know, the new school down the street. He just wants to be in school, school. because he sees it and he's yeah. envious mm -hmm. and excited. Mm -hmm. So I enrolled him, and ever since that enrollment in like November, he's like, I go to school in August. <laughs> Got a little bit of time, but yes, he's so excited. Yeah, I, I believe we all have the presumption that you know the child is ready when they are three, mm -hmm. uh, but uh, research says ninety percent of the brain development happens in the first five years, and mm -hmm. most of it in the first three years. Um, you know, I have a couple of my team members uh, who's mentioned that they are advocates for age zero to three because it's more, mm -hmm. it's usually not uh, given priority. And yeah. um, so uh, children are like learning machines, babies mm -hmm. especially. So uh, it's so important for them to be in a group setting so that they can interact with their age group. So they learn so much from each other. Mm -hmm. um, so we usually recommend um, at least to start in 14, 15 months, if you wow. can. Which is so earlier much. than most people think of, right? Mm -hmm. And I think some people accomplish that with a play date situation on a regular a basis, basis, right? Mm -hmm. You're not having teachers, you know, kind of have a mm -hmm. curriculum when you're doing that, but you are getting some of that mm -hmm. interaction and that sharing and, and, thing, mm -hmm. and things like that. Right. So, right. And, and um, how, how long have you been in, in the industry? 
I have been in this industry for the past seven years. Okay. So what prior, made you get into it? Um, well, um, long story short, um, I um, came from India. I grew up in India, and I came to this uh, United States in 1996. And uh, so, when I was in my seventh grade, my friends and I, part of our writing club, we wrote to Mother Teresa, mm -hmm. and she replied back to us and wow. said that um, we all can make a difference in the world if we focus on educating children. Mm. So I always wanted to start a school, but I became an engineer like my father. <laughs> I came here, did my MBA, and uh, did management consulting for so many years, and I expressed my desire to my husband, and we looked at private schools, um, and in Naperville area, there is not huge demand for um, elementary schools and so forth, and during our research, we came across that 90% of the brain development happens in the first five years, mm -hmm. which is what uh, made me curious uh, towards the early childhood, and uh, so since then, we researched a lot of philosophies, early childhood philosophies that are out there, and uh, uh, we believed uh, in Reggio Emilia approach and signed up with KLA franchise which offers the Reggio Emilia philosophy and uh, opened our first school in Plainfield and now we are opening in Naperville. Oh that's awesome. so great. That's yeah. great. Yeah thank you. <laughs> Preschool is our child's first experience in a school setting and an important decision. We hope we have answered some of your questions today and you find the best fit for your family. Thank you Erica, Selvi, Lindsay and Grace for joining us today. We appreciate you tuning in to the Moms Network and remember you are always invited. Thank you. This episode of the Moms Network is brought to you in part by KLA Schools for early childhood education inspired by the Reggio Emilia approach.